Father God, we just thank you that you've called us to be children of God. That we can come to a place where we can feel safe, wrapped in the Father's arms, and just be able to be free. Father God, I just thank you so much for giving us the opportunity to be able to be here tonight. Lord, I pray that you would just open our hearts, open our ears. Let us hear the word in a new light. And let us hear the word so it touches our hearts. Father God, we just ask that your spirit just be welcome here, God. We just give it to you. We give you all the glory, God. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. You guys can be seated if you would like. This is really loud right here. Um, so I'm Pastor Jason. If uh, some of you guys don't know, um, I'm the children's pastor here um, at One Life, which is something that I don't take very lightly. And I said I'm not going to cry. <laughs> but we'll see how that goes, okay? It's not, it's not looking good. Um, and I think I say that every time that I'm up here. So, um, today, um, I know a lot of people where they were coming in, they're like, what is going on on the stage? There's bags and trash cans and everything. Um, so over the summer, um, back in kids church, we did a series called post-it notes from God. Um, and it was a series where, you know, if God was here, if God was leaving us a post-it note on the fridge, you know, to remind us of something daily, what would it be? Um, and uh, so this was one of those um, post-it notes um, that um, it was, you know, you don't, I don't know, you don't really think that it can impact you. You're like, oh, I'm teaching this to these kids, but I think it did more for me than it did for them. Um, so after that, that Sunday, um, I always talk with Kim back over here. Hey, Kim, woo, Kim. Um, and we were like, man, this was awesome. This is a great lesson. We need to share this with a church. And it may seem simple. It may not, you know, um, it may be, you know, you think this is just for kids, but it, 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 weighed, it weighed heavy. Because um, we had a great response from the kids. Um, so, and with that, um, as we get into this, um, the post-it note for that, um, that, for that week was called Taking Out the Trash. Taking Out the Trash. Yeah. Um, before I get into um, the call to action, um, um, I wanted to go ahead and, and read some, some scripture for, for you to kind of set the scene um, later, later in, um, in, in the message. Um, so the first one I want to read is John chapter 12, 
um, and I'm going to read verse 1 through 9. It says, Six six days before the Passover, Jesus arrived in Bethany, where Lazarus lived, who Jesus had raised from the dead. Here a a dinner was given to, to honor Jesus. Martha served while Lazarus among was among those who were reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped it with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas, Judas Iscariot, who would later betray him, objected. He said, why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor. It is worth a year's wages. Now he did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself with, help himself with what was put into it. Um, and then the next scripture I want to read is John 18. And I'm going to read 1 through 8 with that. Um, And it says, when he had finished praying, he left his disciples and crossed the Kidron Valley. On the other side, there was an olive grove. He and his disciples went up to it. Now Judas, who betrayed Jesus, knew the place because Jesus had often met, had often met there with his disciples. Judas came to the grove, guiding a detachment of soldiers and the officials from the chief priests and Pharisees. They carried torches and lanterns and weapons. Jesus, knowing what was going to happen to him, he went and asked them, Who is it you want? Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. I am he, Jesus said, and Judas, the traitor who was standing there with them. When Jesus said, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Again, he asked, who is it you want? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. I told you that I am he, he answered. And if you are looking for me, then these men, then let these men go. So um, keep those two passages in mind um, about Judas, because here um, towards the end, we're going to reference those again. Um, so like I said, uh, the title of this is Taking Out the Trash. Um, I don't know, you know, obviously we all take out trash. Um, so who, you know, just think in your mind, who, who takes out the trash in your house? I got some me's over here. So whether it's you, um, whether it's your spouse, whether it's the kids, um, you know, whoever it is, it, is a, it doesn't seem important, but it is such an important job. And it's such an important job because if it doesn't get done, it creates a mess. It begins to pile up. It begins to stink. Okay. Um, and so today I want to talk a little bit about taking out the trash in our lives. And the trash I'm talking about, you know, it's not leftover food. It's not candy wrappers. Um, It's not empty milk cartons, Amazon boxes, you know, whatever we have, um, the trash in our house. 
Uh, but I'm talking about the sinful stuff that dirties up our lives. The sinful stuff that keeps us from becoming who God has called us to be. Um, so, and, you know, I have these, these bags up here. You may be asking, um, you know, everyone's trash is different. We all have, you know, certain things, certain trash in our lives, whether we want to admit it or not. Um, there's trash in our lives that, that we all have. Um, some of us have trash. We don't want to get rid of it, so we put a little Febreze on it to try to mask the smell. But it's still there. It's still rotting. Um, so one of those things might be um, attitudes. Now, these apply to kids, but I think a lot of this applies to adults as well. So, you know, sometimes our attitude is so terrible that no one wants to be around us. Sometimes our attitude is so terrible that we begin to disrespect our parents, we begin to disrespect our bosses, our spouses, our friends. Um, so, you know, if maybe you're taking a self-check and you think, you know, attitude is, is, is my trash. It, it's causing me to fight with people. It's causing me to argue over the smallest things. Um, you know, we fuss, we complain, we gripe. Because our attitude is not what God wants it to be. It's the trashy attitude that we need to get rid of. So if that, if maybe you're, you're thinking in your head, I don't want any hands, be like, that's my trash. Um, but, you know, if that's our trash, you know, maybe that's something that we definitely need to take out in our life is bad attitude. So I'm going to leave that there. You know, another one might be, for some of you, is words. Maybe you have a life full of bad word trash. Now, this word can, you know, maybe you've, you go, to, you go to work, kids go to school, whatever we're at. We make it so that when we're at home, when we're at church, maybe we don't cuss. Maybe we don't use bad words, bad language. Um, but when we're out with our friends, when we're out, you know, trying to impress somebody, um, because they do it, we do it just to fit in. Um, and, you know, words doesn't, don't necessarily have to be bad words. It could be gossip. Using the words that God gave us to put down others. Using the words that God gave us to tear down others so we think it builds us up. Um, and, you know, we begin to talk behind our spouse's back. We begin to talk, you know, about our bosses when we get to work. Um, teachers. Just, you know, we begin to take the words that God has blessed us with and turning them into trash. So maybe that's you. Um, and another 
one we might have is habits. This is a big one. Maybe we're carrying around habits from before we knew Christ. Or maybe we have habits, worldly habits that we have, even though we know, you know, we're saved, we love, but we still have those habits we hold on to. Lying, cheating, stealing, drugs. Um, you know, et cetera. What are those habits that we have? We all have habits, um, whether we admit it or not. And we have those habits that cause us to be trashy in a way. Um, so perhaps that's you. Perhaps you have the trash of bad habits in your life. Overworking can be a bad habit. Which, you know, the world says that, you know, we got in the American dream, make money, make money, make money. But at the end of the day, we lose everything. So, that's a bad habit in itself. Even though we're meant, we mean it for the good. Um, another habit that we tend, one of the common habits that that are out there, trashy habits. Oh, friends. Friendship. What kind of friendships do you have? Um, you know, we have to be conscious about who we choose to be around. Are we hanging around friends that are trying to get us to do sinful habits? Are we hanging out around friends that, um, that aren't godly? Now, you know, the Bible says we're supposed to love and be kind to everyone, which is true. We are. But who are the people that we spend the most time with? Is God reflected in those friendships? You know... Um, in Proverbs, it says that iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens one another. So we have to make sure we have friends, friendships in place that help us to be better Christians. We have to have friendships in place to help us grow closer and grow in our relationship with Jesus. And sometimes that's hard. Sometimes we can have friends that we've been friends with since the day we were born. And yet, the friendship that we have is causing trash in our life. Um, another habit that we have, kids have, I think more adults have it now, um, because I think this is, this is a habit that as parents, as an older generation, especially the newer generation with all the technology and everything that's coming, we've kind of recycled this trash onto our kids. Um, and that's media. What are we watching? What are we listening to? 
um, what goes in eventually will come out. If all we do is fill our heads with, with worldly music, with worldly TV, games, um, all the political filth on TV, Facebook. Um, there's five different channels of the news and not a single one of them says the same thing or, or I don't think knows what's right. Um, but we have media in our lives and it can be great. It can, we can use it and it can, can change us um, if we look at the right stuff, if we're doing the right thing. Um, so what are we watching? What are we listening to? Maybe it's websites we get onto and no one's watching. You know, there's things that we have access to. There's things that kids have access to now that we never did. They're being exposed to it earlier. So we need to make sure that the media that's out there doesn't become trash in our lives. You know, and I can kind of give an example of this media thing. Um, so at my job, we park cars, and nine times out of ten, you get in the car, the radio's on, right? Um, sometimes it's good stuff, sometimes it's not. Um, but I grew up listening to country music, old, good country music. Um, not that there's anything bad with that. Um, but I can start my day if I get into a car and it plays a song that I heard when I was a kid. I'm singing that song the entire day. Pastor Jordan's back there looking. Yeah, he does. Um, and songs is kind of how my mind works. So if you say something and a song pops in my head, I'm going to sing it to you. Um, which uh, can be good or can be bad. Um, but, you know... Now, if, if I start the day, if I'm going, if I'm worshiping, and then I get into a, to a car, um, and it's K-Love, or it's Enlighten, or, you know, it's, um, I've, had, I've had a lot of Southern Gospel cars lately, um, and just, just some stuff that I grew up listening to came on the radio, and I'm like, oh, man, brings back flashbacks. Um, and it kind of sets the tone for the whole day. Um, because if I can get the right song in my heart from the beginning, it changes my attitude. It'll change my words. You know, it will, it causes me to um, either, like I said, be joyful, which I try to be in stressful situations, but it can also cause me to not be so joyful depending on the song that gets stuck in my head all day long. Um, so, um, with that thought stuck in my head, the last one that I have, um, which is thoughts. What, what kind of thoughts are we having? Um, you know, and, and the thing about this, this one's last because every, every bag of trash every trashy thing in our lives that I've mentioned so far affects our thoughts. 
It'll affect who we are. It'll affect how we think. So we need to make sure that we're taking out the trash so our thoughts are on God and not on the worldly things. Because if we're filling our minds, if we're filling our thoughts with things of the world, like I said, the more trash we get in, everything comes in, it comes in, it comes in. Eventually, it's got to come out somewhere. Um, so our thoughts is where the battle lies. Um, so we have to take hold, take care of our thoughts. We have to make sure that if we have a feeling of jealousy, we see what the Joneses have. Oh, man, I need it, I need it. If we have a feeling of anger, of hatred, of greed, we have to make sure that we take those thoughts and we give them to God so that it's not going to impact our attitudes, our words, our habits. And I think most of that all stems from the media these days. Somehow, some way, um, it's there. Um, so like I said, good thoughts, bad thoughts. Thoughts eventually will turn to action. Just because you have a thought in your mind doesn't necessarily mean you have to act on it and carry out that sin. But when we have the thoughts, we give them to God, and then that's when um, the trash comes out. Um, so why should we take out the trash? Which I think kind of self-explanatory, but we're going to go into it. Why is it so important? Um, some people teach... You know, that, that the reason why we have to get rid of these, we have to go through, um, get all this trash out, is because there's a long list of, list of rules we have to obey to being a good Christian. There's rules that we have to do to become a Christian. But it's not really about following the rules. Um, it's not about being good enough, because we all fall short, right? We're all human. We all fall short. Um, but, you know, one of the main reasons, one of the reasons why we have to take out the trash in our lives is because I love Jesus, because we love Jesus. Um, it's not about the rules. It's not about the relationship. Jesus loves us, right? Songs, all about it. Jesus loves us. He shows it to us. Um, so we love Jesus. We say we're Christians. We believe we're born again. We love Jesus so much that we, we will be willing to get rid of the trash in our lives that breaks his heart. Yeah. You know, my love for him, our love for him should push us to take the trash out of our lives every day to make our lives holy clean um, you know and in Romans 5 8 it says while we were still sinners Jesus died for us that tells me while we were still full of trash we were still stuck in a landfill some of us a landfill of trash where we were getting swallowed up by the filth in our lives God saw us. And 
he said, you know what? He, puts his, he put his waders on. Or Jesus just walks on water, so maybe he just walked on top of the trash. He's like, I'm willing to get in it. I'm willing to get dirty to get you out of it. Now, if God loves us so much that he's willing to get in our landfill, we have to love him so much we're willing to stay out of it. Now, stuff comes up, you know, um, but we have to be willing daily to say, you know what, this is trash in my life, it's got to go. Because God's love is where it is. So we have to say, you know, I love God so much that I'm willing to keep this trash out so that his love can fill me up. And another reason um, why we need to choose to take the trash out is because I want to be a stronger Christian. We want to be stronger Christians, right? We want to be stronger Christians so that we can show others the love of God. So that we can stand against the enemy when he comes to fill our lives with trash. Or when we have a friend, we have a family member that we can see that they're, they're drowning in trash. And we say, I'm, gonna get, I'm getting in your mess. God's love's in me. I'm getting in your mess to pull you out. So keeping sinful trash in our lives will keep us from becoming who God calls us to be. Um, we can't grow stronger as Christians if we're, if we're full of trash and all the sinful trash that we have remains in our lives. You can't, it's so hard to be a strong Christian if you have a terrible, stinky attitude. If you're at work, if you're you know, with your friends and all you do is complain, all you do is... is talk bad about other people, just, you know, have just a terrible Debbie Downer attitude, um, negative Nancy, negative dad. Um, they're going to see that, and they're going to be like, I don't want to be a Christian. I don't want to love God. If he's going to act like that, I can act like that without him. You know, we have to be able to have that love and be that light so that people know that people see, you know what, this trash is in my life. Let me take it out. Let's see if we can get where he's at. Let's invite him in. Um, so if you guys um, remember the passages that I read, this is where this is going to come into. All right. So when we talked in John 12, um, we find that Jesus was worshiping. Jesus was being worshiped by a woman with an expensive bottle of perfume, right? God's here. She broke it. The whole room was full of the fragrance of this perfume. She was at his feet, worshiping. And then Judas comes in. That's who we're going to talk about. Judas comes in, and he is angry. He is angry because of the expensive perfume. Not because it could have been used for good. Not because, you know, he says... You know, we should have sold that and gave it to the poor. Really what he was saying was, we should have sold it and put it in the money bag so I could have took some of that money out for myself. Um, so the real reason why Judas was angry is because he had a habit of stealing from the disciples. Here's a man walking with 
Christ walking with the disciples and he still has trash in his life. He still has trash of greed, of a habit of greed that he won't let go of. And it's going to come back to haunt him later in our story. So he didn't take out the trash of greed. And the trash of greed led him to make one of the most horrifying worst decisions of his life. You know, when we talked about him in John chapter 18, he was paid 30 pieces of silver to betray Jesus. His greed was so strong, the trash was so piled up in his life that he was like, yeah, I'll give away Jesus 30 pieces of silver. I'll get me some new sandals, a chariot, maybe a house. Whatever they bought back then, I don't know. But he, was, he had so much greed, he was willing to pay, take 30 pieces of silver to betray, to betray Jesus and turn him over to the enemy. And Judas agreed to it. They are like, hey, I got 30 pieces of silver. He's like, oh yeah, awesome. So he met Jesus in the garden along with a bunch of soldiers, which he knew was going to be there. And he betrayed him with a kiss. And we know the story. He was arrested to die on the cross for our sins. Now think about if Judas would have taken that trash out of his life earlier. Would he have been the one to betray Jesus? It may have been someone else. But he may not have ever made that mistake if he was willing to take the trash out earlier um, before it got too deep where he couldn't get out of it. So it's so very important that we take out the trash in our lives so we can become a strong Christian and that we don't end up making a mistake that messes up our life forever. Um, So... It's time to take out the trash. And some of you may say, you know what, I don't have trash in my life. Um, You're fooling yourself if you don't have trash. Um, Because even even the cleanest houses, even the cleanest things that we do, we still make a mess. No matter how hard we try. Um, So, you know, we may fool ourselves thinking that we don't have trash. We may tuck it away in the couch cushions like our son likes to do. Snack, snack trash in the couch cushions. Um, or we may, like I said earlier, we may have that bottle of Febreze on hand. Just missed it over. They'll never know. It smells like flowers. No, it smells like trash and flowers. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't take the smell away. It just kind of covers it up for like the first 10 seconds. Um, so if we keep doing that, eventually the trash is coming out. Eventually, our testimony as Christians is going to get smelly. Because there's hidden trash. Um. So it's time, you know, it's time to take out the trash. Now, um, that's, that's really the sermon. Uh, but what I want to do is, in the back, we call our messages call to action. 
because the Bible calls us to be doers of the word and not hearers only. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, call you guys to action uh, here in a minute. Um, and some of you may feel uncomfortable doing it, but too bad. Um, <laughs> so what, what I'm going to do is uh, Pastor Jordan's going to play a song. Um, you see these small trash cans up here? Now, I have a bunch of pieces of paper. I have a big thing of pencils. I'm going to put some pencils and paper on this side of the altar. I'm going to put some pens and paper at that side of the altar. Now, I'm going to call you guys to action because during this first song, I want everybody to come up here. And I want you to think, pray during this song about the trash that you may have in your life. Whether you've held on to it for years or whether it's a new little bit of trash, a new little habit that you've started that you're not too proud of. Um, but we all have something. So during this song, um, I'm going to call you guys up here. Grab a pencil, grab a piece of paper. Give it to God. Write down your trash. And then after everybody's done, we're going to wad it up and we're going to give it to God. We're going to throw it in these things. We're going to fill this trash can with our trash so that when we leave here, we leave clean and holy. So that we can start another day. Right. So, hey baby. With that said, you guys can come up here now. Make your way up this way. Grab a pencil. There should be plenty for everybody. Grab some paper. Think about it. Pray about it. You may have more than one thing of trash. You may need to fill this whole piece of paper up, and that's okay. Because God says we may have trash, but he's willing to take it away from us. So. Yes, you can. Sing all you want to. Sing all you want to, still get it wrong. Oh, worship is more than a song. Take a break from all the plans that you have made and sit at home alone and wait for God to whisper. I beg him please to open up his mouth and speak and pray for real upon your knees until they blister. Shine the light on every corner of your life until the pride and lust and lies are in the open. Then read the word and put to test the things you've heard until your heart and soul are stirred and rocked and broken. Cause you can sing all you want to. Yes, you can. is more than a song we must not worship something that's not even worth it 
I did the same thing with the kids in the back. And I had a whole trash can full of trash by the end of it. And if the kids we have have stuff in our lives to take out, we need to show them that we're not too good to have trash in ours and we need to take it out as well. Because like I said earlier with the, the media and stuff, some of the trash that the kids have it's trash that we've recycled down to them. So we need to make sure that our lives are trash-free and lead by example so theirs can be trash-free as well. So if you haven't already taken your paper, taken your trash and thrown it away, and do so. I think everybody has. Um, you may think that's a simple thing. You know, that's not really going to change anything. But if you begin to have the mindset that the trash that was in my life is no longer there, and we begin to fill our hearts and our minds with the love of Christ, with His Word, with worship songs, then there's no place for that trash to stay. Because if, if our lives are so full of His love, that when a bad thought may come into our mind, maybe we have a, a smidgen of bad attitude. It doesn't have to ruin our whole day. It doesn't have to, to set a precedence for the week. Because we may, you know, like I said, trash is going to come. We can be the cleanest people in the world, and we're still going to have some trash. But we got to make sure we throw it out daily. So, with that, if you guys um, want to hang out, want to worship for a minute, I want to pray. And if you guys want to, like I said, stay, worship in the, in the freedom, knowing that you don't have that trash in your life anymore. Um, it's a good atmosphere. It's a good place to be. So, um, so if you guys would bow your heads with me. Father God, we thank you so much for your word tonight, Lord. We thank you that everything we do, um, we do for you, God. 
Lord, I pray for each and every person in here. I pray for each and every piece of trash that was thrown away. Some of those papers may have had one thing. Some of those papers may have been completely filled. We all have trash in our life, God. Father God, right now, tonight, as a family, as one life, we give that trash to you. We give that trash to you so that the testimony of this church doesn't stink. The testimony of our lives doesn't represent trash, but it represents your love. It represents a strong Christian and the glory that you have. Lord, I pray that you would help us to take our trash out daily. That we can break the habits, we can break the bad attitudes, the bad words, the trash of bad friends, of thoughts, of media. And we can fill our hearts, we can fill our minds with your love and with your word, God. Father God, I pray as we dismiss, Lord, that you would um, allow us to walk out of here as we gave our trash, that we walk out of here free, holy, and trash-free. And that it's not just for tonight, but it carries on for the rest of the week, for the rest of the month, for the rest of our lives, God. Lord, we love you so much. It's in your name we pray. Amen.